everybody, welcome to Flyerside Chat here, Monday, August 23rd, 2021, here with your hosts, Dan the Flyer, a fan, and Billy Meats, aka the Mac Daddy and the Big Ol' Fatty. <laughs> Billy, take it away. Have you been practicing that? That was way too clear and like purposefully just articulated in that moment. Like, I feel like that has to be on an index card beneath your computer right now. There's no way you just off the top of the dome put that out there. It's and on my notes did, page I have pulled up right here. Yeah. Okay, good. I appreciate. So how long did you just sit there and, and mull over that and say, you know what? This is the intro I'm married to right now. This is definitely the one that's going to not make him resign from this show. I heard somebody Earlier in the week, I don't know what the hell I was watching, but he was the term Mac Daddy and the Big Fatty, and I'm like, oh, that's a good one. So I wrote it down, and I'm like, I can do a proper intro if I have to. So if I you prep myself. I'll, I'll be honest. I appreciate Billy. I hate the meats. Fuck you, Katie. <laughs> I appreciate Mac Daddy, but I hate the fatty. So at this point, we've canceled each other out, and we're good to go here. I am still on even keel. I have yet to be set off by you, Dan, my co-host, and just leader. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm comfortable. I'm not happy about it, but I'm comfortable. That's all that matters. Fatty and fatty. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> you know. <sighs> all right. Okay. Here, here we are. This is this is it. This is us. This Another is week. Night. Another week, um, another dog shit week in life, at least on my end. So let's start with you, Dan. Did you do anything glorious this week? No, I don't. I, uh, okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear my computer ready to blow up through my mic here as I'm trying to, uh, oh, so this might be the final. It could very well could be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's fair. It's uh, it's about. You know what? This will be our funniest episode to date, and it will blow up right before we actually get right this before thing I say out it. into the universe. Yeah, yeah. it's about That'll right. That'll be a real fucking shame. It's about uh, nineteen thousand degrees in here, and I don't even think that's an exaggeration. Um, for those of you that don't know, I just did a show with Jim, and uh, we were supposed to go at six, and he had uh, router issues, so we didn't start until. Uh, about 7.45-ish. So, <laughs> I was ready, ready to go, turned the air off way too early, and it didn't dawn on me to turn it back on, because it's still kind of cool in here. So now it is, uh, 8.24 p.m., it's been two and a half hours since the air turned off, and I'm sweating my fucking nutsack off! I'm playing with my balls with my toes right now, because it's all the way down there. Holy shit. <laughs> what are you, 87 years old? down my leg. How much loose skin do you have down there? Holy shit, you're like just perpetually wearing pants only forever. You can't risk wearing shorts over there. Yeah. Honestly, it sounds safer right now with the amount of loose skin around that tainted area that you got. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> with the balls around with your toes. I can't imagine how uncomfortable that would be, by the way. I am actively dreading like old age and all of the things that come with it. And that is certainly one. I recall a very specific moment and I wish it didn't. And we all have these moments that we, we genuinely, we saw some things that we really wish we didn't intend to see, but I was dating a girl at the time and her like great uncle. I don't know. We'll call him Harry. Who knows what his name was? Uh, wow. I really shouldn't use the name Harry. I was going to articulate what's uh... about to come off from this story. Uncle Fester. How about name. that one? Sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> But just completely unbeknownst to him, and 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 why would he care? Because he's 
144 years old or something at the time. Who the fuck knows? It's like that magical age of nothing matters anymore. And he's just confidently sitting out there. And what was most upsetting to me at this moment, 17, 18 year old Shane, however the hell old I was at this moment, we're all sitting around this fucking table outside with not like just part of a ball sticking out, like the full, the full sack just out the left leg or right leg. Who's to know? And everyone sees it. We all like make mild acknowledgement of what is occurring in this moment. And not one of us bring it up to him to be like, Hey buddy, <laughs> you want to tuck that thing in? Maybe go back to whitey tighties. Maybe boxers aren't for you any longer. Like, first of all, it shouldn't be for anyone as a grown person. Um, Especially but, when you're working uh, out. Yeah, well, it's a danger. Danger zone. Um, but we all just sat there for the whole afternoon and dealt with it. Who deals with it? Dan, don't be that guy. You're not you're you're hardly a quarter century old at this point. Don't be pointing up. What are we pointing up to? I got my twenty five up there. Oh, you're pointing to that. I thought you were it's like my, pointing to my like, this is the end. Word and I was like, you might be wanting to be pointing down. <laughs> it may as well <laughs> He's dick. But uh I'm going to hell, it doesn't matter. But um Three days from my 25th birthday. So I've been stripping a lot of jerseys lately. So I put a a two and a five up on the wall there to commemorate my 25th anniversary (laughs) since the day I was hatched from Robert Esch's ball sack. I love it. I absolutely, I love the, the, the commitment at this point to partially being upset, but also celebrating it. It's uh, oh, we're going to celebrate. All right. I know we're, we're doing a birthday I'm episode a, Thursday. I'm everybody. even going to be there. Get ready. Yeah, Shane's going to be here. Whole brotherly pod and squad's going to be here. I listened to like 13 minutes of the Nut Job Noah episode. Is that what it was called? Nut Anatomy. Nut Anatomy. Well, all right. That's a more clever title. I wish I read that more thoroughly. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Katie and Noah sitting there and, and, and talking about and and again, at the time, I suppose I had yet not really talked to anyone in this fucking network. And they're sitting there saying, well, Shane really doesn't say a lot of stuff, but then every single time he's on a show, there's two times a show that he says something that really makes you say, oh, did he really just say that? And I, I'm just curious, Katie and Noah, at this point in your now listenership of my show, because let's face it, we don't really listen to your shows, but we know you listen to mine. Is it more or less than two times that I sit there and make you take a step back and say, boy, I really should stop listening to this at work. I need to know. How many times do Dan and I sit here and say something that offensive to you? Not offensive. Something that just makes you just sit there and like turn the dial down <laughs> around company to be like, oh shit, I hope no the one The entire last episode. Uh, Probably. I went Honestly, back and listened to that one. I was like, what the fuck are we talking about? I don't know anymore. You know what's Honestly. funny is with that episode, I, uh, I had a good laugh. Like the Sunday episode last week was a freaking flyer. Mike Manning, myself, and it's a very, like, it's a professional show, but it's a relaxed environment, right? But we have actual legit hockey talk. (laughs) And then we record this show where we talked about toilet paper and your urethra and shit and poop and balls (laughs) and just all kinds of disgusting shit. And then the following morning, I interviewed Tariq Al-Bashir, a senior writer for The Athletic, and put that up. And I just sat there and looked at the episode list and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what? So how much longer am I going to last? <laughs> like, to me, it's just like, I thoroughly enjoy doing this show. That's why you got moved up to a full week slot on a Monday. Because I fucking enjoy laughing my ass off for an hour. But Good. it's like, to the listeners that just casually tune in for hockey talk, 
And then they get what the fuck? Whatever we did last week, like what we are talked, they thinking? <laughs> we talked like twenty two minutes of hockey last week. Yeah, but it was an hour and a half into the episode. Don't give details that are unnecessary oh, to my point. Twenty two minutes of hockey talk. You came for it. We provided it. I don't want to hear anyone's shit. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I don't. I don't care what the other one hour and eight minutes entailed. So I had a good laugh at, at just how, uh, dude. Honestly, all over my brand is these days. Every week, I'm I, I get the message from you like, hey, like eight o'clock tonight or whatever. I'm just one of these weeks. It's just gonna be like, hey, man, <laughs> I kind of gotta go a different direction. You've crossed a couple lines, and at this point, I gotta go back to actual hockey. Talk to you in the off season. Like I'm just waiting for. <laughs> or you've served I'm your waiting. purpose. See you in June. <laughs> kind of, you know, like you got me over the edge here. If the Flyers season goes to shit, I'll have you back on. Um, you know, or I'm waiting for like, because we do so much and thoroughly enjoy this, that y- you call me, we were record an episode in quotes and you text me said, yeah, there was an error. <laughs> Unfortunately, the whole thing's lost. Don't worry about it. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get it back. There you go. And I'll forget within, I don't know, 25 minutes that that was ever a thing. And I'll just like keep scrolling through the archives and. I'll just pull a random old episode of Flyer Side Chat as opposed to the most recent, and I'll still laugh about it later. But yeah, I I, uh, I am fully aware that I'm probably on borrowed time. Uh, the more legitimate that you guys get yeah. with all of your quality content, Mike and Manny, fucking ridiculous, and Anthony, all hey, you people. <laughs> we do cover a, a broad array of. Uh... The, the real hockey talk with Mike, Manny, and Anthony. And then there's whatever the fuck Noah and Katie are doing these days. Nick shows up every once in a while. And there's this show, which is just more and more off the rails as the weeks go by. Every week. <laughs> every fucking Oh, week. God. I love it. I don't give a shit. Good. I appreciate that. Because I, too, I, I love this time. I cherish this time. I, I need this time. I'm losing my fucking mind every <laughs> goddamn day so this is that one moment where i can just kind of like be like this is where this is like my inner monologue but actually coming out like this is how i operate all day but really i just sit here and talk to people in this calm and soothing voice almost like i'm a fucking therapist that has no fucking emotional attachment and i think all logically but inside i'm reaching the fuck out man so this is where i get to sit here and you know chat a little bit i mean that is the name of the show style. after all it is true yeah Specifically for that purpose. You saw Into My Soul before I saw Into yeah. My Soul, Dan. You named this the show because you knew I needed therapy. You know, more therapy. More. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the irony is when you post uh, or when you gave me the Monday night slot, I did have to contact my therapist and be like, dude, we got to go back to Thursdays. And he was like, why? I was like, I saw another therapist. <laughs> I had to explain it to him. Uh, I was like, no, it's a regular human. He's not charging me. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, we, <laughs> it's all just, pro bono here, brotherly pod. We do an hour show every week where we just come on and talk about poop that hundreds of people are going to listen to. And then it, <sighs> it is bizarre. What are you people listening to? Probably, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I've got no shame oh. at this point. That's the problem. You can come oh, on yes, and talk about problem, all the wacky shit we've talked about. And it's like, yeah, just another day. Exactly. 100%. Like, there is uh, zero shame to me on this podcast. Okay. As long as we make somebody out there laugh, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's what we're after here. Brotherly Pod, Flyerside Chat. Here to make people feel significantly better about their lives compared to what we feel every single fucking day about ourselves. Yep. Misery. 
Not misery. That's the wrong word. A step below misery. No, rageful. I think like hmm. I'm I'm an I'm in anger. I'm not in like just this sulky, I'm gonna sit in the back and just feel defeated. I'm more like a who can I inflict a lot of physical pain to today is kind of where I'm at. Don't roll your eyes like that at me. It's, it's ridiculous. I you know, know you've been there. About. You idolize a man who makes his hockey living per- being that particular way. And because he's a beautiful man. That's true, too. Ah, uh, let's see. How's my week gone? I didn't get the table yet. I figured it would have been the first thing you said. Just, I actually uh, figured that you would just be standing in front of the microphone and just <laughs> indicating to me that yeah. the table is in fact here, but you were just <laughs> polishing off the final bits. See what I did there? High level humor here for it. Um, but yeah, no, that sucks. So it should be here soon. Yeah, I haven't week. even got a shipping notification for it yet. She's like, hey, it's finished. We'll let you know when it ships. And I'm like, All those okay. I, th- and I still what? haven't consumed Sunday enough semen. Last week. And I was like, oh, it'll probably be out by Monday or Tuesday. And it's currently the following Monday and still haven't heard from her. There was a bit of broken English there going on. So maybe she meant it was almost done and ready to ship versus it is finished and ready to ship. So I, I was kind of hoping it would be here by now. I got super excited when I got that email. So I'm, I'm, I'm all kinds of disappointed. But <laughs> I can imagine. I'm disappointed. I can't wait to see this thing. Neither can I. But uh, I guess we just got to fucking keep writing. <sighs> Stripped a bunch of jerseys. One of our listeners, um, I think his name's Mike, uh, showed Mike, Manny, and myself a picture of a Lindros jersey that he got done. One of the old okay. burnt orange ones. And the customer... Such a better orange. It, the, the customer immediately was like, that's professional. I want, like, where did you get that done? He goes, the Wells Fargo Center. I went, what? <laughs> I was under the, I talked, I, I was always under the impression that they only did the modern era jerseys on the nine ten forward. Sure. I had a fellow collector tell me that that they only did the nine ten forward, the modern stuff. Because who the fuck wants a jersey from you know two thousand eight? You know, customized. So I didn't even think much about it. But when I found out that they did it, I emailed the Wells Fargo Center. The guy's name is Ryan. And for those of you that have never had to contact the Wells Fargo Center about orders, you're gonna get one of two responses. You're gonna get one like immediately after you send your email, or you're never gonna hear from them again. Never. <laughs> Luckily, so I, I said, you know, do you customize these jerseys? I sent them pics of all the old school stuff. And they're like, I got an email back right away. Yeah, we have kits for everything. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I mainly deal in game-worn jerseys these days, the game issue, the good quality stuff. But I have a wing of old Flyers jerseys, Primo, Forsberg, Ash, you know, all these old stuff. Um that I keep around that are just the old, you know, replica jerseys. And uh, when I found out that I can get all this old stuff done, I bought a bunch of um, the old Game War team-issued black jerseys. You know, the old yeah. the black ones. I got one the white ones from 07 with the orange shoulder patches and uh, the one of the old chrome jerseys and stripped those um, this weekend, which was a hell of a process because those old <laughs> jerseys are... are, are not the quality of today's jerseys. Um, I have a pair of Robert Ash gamers from that era, so I knew what I was dealing with in terms of quality and stitch work, but I did not know what the adhesive was going to be like. And luckily, it wasn't that bad, all things considered. Um, and so they, they did come out kind of clean. The arms were fucking brutal, though. The arms look like shit, the number of the sleeves. But 
If anybody's never owned a jersey from that era, uh, from the, the pre-Reebok era there, I highly recommend it. Those jerseys, like, ho- they're called hockey sweaters. They're legit like sweatshirts. They're so <laughs> comfortable, so thick. Oh, I love them. They're great. So I bought uh, a bunch of them, stripped them over the weekend, and uh, sent them down this morning for custom work. They have, like, 20 of my jerseys down there <laughs> at this point because of this goddamn library awesome. sale and the learning. So the eBay page will be up loaded soon updated soon i should say um i've got now a whole bunch of stuff that i can start cycling out to bring the new stuff in i just got to go through and take the time to get all the pictures done um and uploaded so soon everybody um the eb page will be loaded with all these jerseys uh that'll be replaced with the with the new stuff but yeah it was very cool that i can uh get a bunch of this old stuff you know the legit old stuff and and have you know the good legit custom work done to it so I was excited, so Mike, thank you very much for uh, starting this, and also, fuck you, because I just spent a shit ton of money on stuff I didn't know that I needed, so (laughs) thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but as we've learned last week and over the random last episodes, you make that back. I do, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll resell all the stuff I have here. There's plenty of stuff up now. Oh, I'll come back, but in the short term. It's a hit. Considering I, I already bought, you know, two dozen jerseys to strip and redo over the last little while. I was not expecting to get, you know, half a dozen more. But uh, I did, because I have no self-control. But uh, that's fine. Those jerseys are fucking gigantic, by the way. Holy shit balls! <laughs> there are 54s, which are roughly XLs. Like, the thing with the Adidas, I Adidas does... Their their designs are always shit, but the quality of the Adidas jerseys, the game warrants, is just just immaculate. They're great. They're much better than the Reebok. They fit to size. Like, a large fits like a large. Even the gamers, right? They all fit. Whereas the old school jerseys are just gigantic. Those are 54s, and they're like... I have a pair of Moran gamers. Here's a 58, which is like a 4X. Like, the 54s of the old school jerseys are twice as big as the Sam Moran jerseys that are the... They're huge! But, uh... You know, I always prefer my hockey jerseys big anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I was sure. just—I had to be very careful the sizing. I knew they were going to be big. Even when the, you go to games, do you wear these jerseys, or do you wear like your own branded stuff? Mo- mostly the jerseys. Yeah, it's uh basically nonstop in the winter. I have jerseys on all the time. Um, I, my thing. I just enjoy a uh, fucking eBay. I'm going to kill somebody on eBay. These, yeah, I don't know if I it's like a. Thing. Oh my god. This has been happening quite a bit lately where people put in like offers, not like reasonable offers, and I accept it, and they're just like, I don't want it. Like, I'm just like, what are you sending me an offer for if you're not prepared to buy it? God damn it. Somebody goes, I, do I didn't think you would actually accept it. And this guy goes, like, not interested. Like, I'm gonna, like, I'm ready to just take the offer feature off, and I hate that because I do sell a lot of my jerseys through offers. Because there are people that, you know, want stuff that are reasonable about it. They pay, and it's a great transaction, but these people are just wasting my fucking time! I feel like there should be a cost penalty that you still get some monetary compensation for people withdrawing offers after... And there's nothing I can do! There's nothing I can do about it! Because that's a pain in the dick. Like... It's off the market. Nobody pays me. I have to put it back up, relist to cancel the order. It's like, I don't make any money if a jersey's not listed. Which costs you to relist the fucking order, too. Yeah. Fuck. <sighs> God, I hate eBay. These people are fucking stupid. Um, yes. 
So was my weekend. Should make the sales directly through your website, by the way. I have thought about uh, doing stuff like that. Just haven't never really got around to setting it up. (laughs) As with some other things on the website, I just this is again one of those things that I don't uh, don't know a whole lot about that I'm going to start venturing into stuff like that, setting up the website properly and and all this fancy shit. But uh, there's that. (sighs) No table, hockey jerseys. Uh, I got to be an astronaut. Okay. Uh, I got some dick that was out gonna... of this world. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus, that's um, fucking awesome. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about the experience? Like, uh, where are we at here? Just a. Uh... Just some quality day. Yeah. Just All a good right, one. Well, good for you. Look, everybody deserves a good dick, Amen. whether it's attached to you or whether you've you know received it from someone. We all deserve it. Yes. Good for you. Um, what else did I do? That place wasn't for sale, by the way. The barn thing? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I still don't know what it is, since... but they had a sign in the window, so I was hopeful that it was something, and it said, like, stop Asian hate. So I'm like, oh, they're good people, but it's fucking not for sale. So. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. <laughs> Have you thought about taking that sign down and replacing it with a for sale? Because one of these things is... I might just have to be like, I'm just gonna have to sit out front, wait for somebody to come on, and be like, "Hey, can I lease out your uh, Queen just Anne that. thing up there?" Yeah. Yeah. Just that. Just yeah, that does look awesome. Times a week for my God, that that actually made me sad because I thought it would be available, but uh, it wasn't. I think we talked about that off air. These people have no idea what I'm talking about. They but, probably uh, don't. But I'm I'm sitting here thinking now, like you've just said. That your studio feels like it's a million degrees. Yes. I have to assume that the room that that we're talking about that no one else knows about is higher in the home slash barn thing. Higher. It's all windows. (laughs) So, like, are you trying to die? Like, Eh. I feel like in the summer there. I mean, I am about to turn 25. Like, it's going to happen one day, but. uh... But not today. Okay, Henry back. Ford, whatever the fuck his name was. Crushed it. <clears throat> Team but, USA. Um, Herb Brooks, that's his name. Jesus. Uh, yeah. That was close. You got there. I Not just saw that clip the other day, too. I see it constantly on Twitter. It's ridiculous. Um, and it very rarely makes sense for the people that are saying it. It's just dumb, but whatever. Actually, I have that um, on the uh, wall right here. It's in the studio. The... I have the newspaper front page of the USA Shocks Russians 4-3, and I have her book speech right in front of me. There you go. Great moments are born from great opportunity. That's what you have. What don't you have in this studio? Um, A life? Friends? One could say friends is fair. Uh, Well, no, friends can't even be fair because we virtually tap in to one another in this particular way. Okay. Um, and you have a life because the entire uh, one could argue that your life ceases to exist beyond the walls within this studio. You're, everything happens for you inside this studio. When you get outside everything studio, does happen in here. Yeah, that's that's the issue. What don't I? Have? I feel I feel like you're a little bit like uh, oh my god. I think Brooks. I think is is the the guy's name the uh, the older gentleman in Shawshank who finally gets released from prison and he gets like a regular job and he keeps asking like oh okay. Can I go to the bathroom, sir? And the grocery store clerk, you've never seen Shawshank, have you? You're just staring. I have. It's just been years. Okay, that's fair. Well, whatever. 
in my brain, I'm thinking like maybe there was Andy and there was Morgan Frost or whatever the hell his name was. Definitely Morgan Freeman. Frost. Frost? There we go. <laughs> Close enough. That's it. Zay Watch New. Um, Couldn't tell you about <clears throat> anybody else though. Not the top of my head. But yeah, like you're the guy that only can survive in one particular element. That guy was prison. You're a studio. Everyone has their flaws. Which is a metaphorical prison. Which is fair. There's yeah. a lot of stuff in here, though. Brooks was here. I'm pretty sure it was Brooks. It's going to piss me off, but you might get a message later in the middle of the night from me just saying, <laughs> I, I've confirmed it is Brooks. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. Oh, God. That was about it. I don't think I had a very exciting week. Sounds nice. Listen to a lot of Elton John this week. I was in that kind of mood. It's all the tweet. I love Elton John. <laughs> That's good. I was named after an Elton John song. Were you? Yeah. Mother was a big fan. So I'm now I'm Daniel. Okay. And I am indeed a star in the sky. <laughs> no arguments. <laughs> of all of the stars in the sky that I've met and dealt with, you, sir, are the starriest of the size. God damn right. Fucking right. Absolutely. <clears throat> no, sounds like a quality week for you. Yeah. Oh, we got questions in this week or anything? Let's see here if the people showed out this week. Because if we don't, I got a lot of shit I got to talk about. We got uh, two texts and a call. All right, word. Let's go. Handle the texts first here. Let's handle the texts. And oh, this microphone has a shit fit with this. God, I need to find a way to combine these two mics. Get the <laughs> serenity of that one and the quality of this one. It's fair. <sighs> have you thought about like, setting up two mics and just shifting your spot and chair, like getting a, a, a wheelie chair that goes from mic to mic? I could try that. If this there fucking splodge table would ever show up, I can hook one up on that table and one on this table. See, I'm just a problem solver, man. We'll have to see. I do have a third one here. I do have the regular old the mic mic tech here. Tech? No, oh, one. well, this one's a no. This one's a Shure, the Shure yeah. 50 uh, SM58, the old classic microphone that I, I don't think I've ever used on a show. Um, I don't know if that one has a shit fit with the mic or not. Took the try. Why are you wearing a jacket, by the way? It's the fucking middle of summer. It's not a jacket. It's just a flannel shirt. Mm. <sighs> um, let's see. This person says. <laughs> God, this should be good. Why has Morgan Frost become this season's Nate Thompson before camp? And shout what? out to the voicemail from last show that Keith Eandel is a suitable replacement for Sandheim. Wasted or not, that's a hot take. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> that's funny. I saw that thread yesterday, I think what he's referring to. So I have not, so explain it to me so I can hear the ridiculousness of it, because it sounds absurd. He, there, I, I didn't read the article, because it was it was that, that flyer site that shall not be named, um, so it was undoubtedly stupid, but he was Fair. in the thread with, with Bill Meltzer, and like... He was kind of condemning Frost for his size, for his inability, and it's like... How do you know? Exactly. I'm not Morgan Frost's biggest fan. I saw a whole lot of him in Lehigh Valley in 1920 and was not overly impressed with what I saw from a complete hockey player standpoint. But 
he's still technically a prospect. And I, as much as I hate that term, as much as I want to invest in that, like, I don't, he could still very well be a good NHLer. You know, I, I'm not alleviating that potential from him. It may not happen right away. I do think he starts a season in the AHL. We just talked about this on, on, uh, on the gym show, but, um, he is kind of, and listen, I may be even one of the people he's referring to in terms of making him the Nate Thompson, just not liking him. But I, 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 I'm just kind of neutral on Frost. Like uh, he may still very well be something in the NHL, but I don't think it's going to happen right out of camp, and I, I don't think it's going to be best served on a third line role either. You know, Nate Thompson's just one of those guys that everybody hates because he had a bad rep when he was here in 2020, right? And he was overplayed and overused. And, you know, he had a phenomenal season in Winnipeg, for what it was worth, um, provided he's used in a proper role here, you know, on the fourth line every now and again. I'm sure he could be a, a perfectly fine player. But I get what he's saying here. I, I don't understand the Frost hate Um and and I realize anybody that listens to the show for any amount of time is going to go, but Daniel! And I'm like, but nothing! You know, I just, I, I, I'm not Frost's biggest fan, but I'm not going to shit on him just yet either. Like, I'm going to wait for him to fail on his own, and then in about six months from now, I'll shit on him. But uh, until then, it's just, uh, you know, it is what it is. So I did not read this thread uh, or, or see this article yet. Um, so I'm just going based purely off of this text in comment. Um, I, I get, uh, so I, like I romanticize prospects all the time. I'm like the opposite of you, but like I hit that realist point where like I fall in love with every prospect there is, but I 1000% see them as the asset that they are and not the, like to me, like that, like I don't hit that. Like, well, we can't get rid of this person. Or, or, that, that doesn't exist to me. I'm like, no, I, I don't care how good they could be. We can acquire someone that is good right now, and we definitively know that um, at the NHL level. And I also think along that same lines, like, you know, there is the possibility that that he comes in here and, you know, as he continues to develop a, a, you know, a game suitable for the NHL, that there is the value that we all believe there to be in there, that there is a very real possibility of this. Um, But there's also the fact that we have yet to see it in limited action and, I don't think that you can over or undervalue that in any particular way. You use the word neutral. Pretty fair with that. I'm not mad at him for not coming up here and lighting the world on fire. And I'm not mad at him for getting hurt. Like shit happens and let's see what happens. Um, I, as far as the, the comparison to Nate Thompson, I just like find, find something else to get fucking mad at. Like, let's just like, let's all hit the reset. The flyers as an organization clearly hit like a, not a hard reset, but like a soft reset. They're doing something different. Yeah, so let's just feel this shit out. Let's not just pick a villain for villain's sake. Like, let's not murder Morgan Frost because he's not lighting the fucking world on fire. Let's, I mean, if you want to murder Nate Thompson because you have this thing against him for two years ago, like, by all means, go do what you want to fucking do. He knows he's a punching bag. It just is what it is. Um, You know, but let's not create a problem out of nothing that has presented itself right now. Um, That's just fucking moronic, whoever wrote that article, in my opinion. Indeed. Fuck him. I'm hot. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, this is a good one. If you guys were to change one thing the Flyers did this offseason, what would it be? Get a fucking better backup goaltender. 
Yeah, that's the obvious answer. That's the obvious oh. one. And the other one, uh, the one I'm still salty about, is fucking acquire Sam Reinhardt's rights with Ristolainen, you fucking <clears throat> idiots. God, For as much as we ultimately that. ended up paying, and in totality when you look at the offseason and how it really broke down, because it was like three or four moves technically to acquire just Ristolainen. So it is it is mind-boggling to me that, this, that there wasn't an additional piece attached to that something um, uh, yeah blows my mind but ultimately yeah. like you got to do what you got to do to make some changes shed some salary and you know clear a path for yourself but uh you know ultimately like fuck man like you are putting a lot of trust in a huge bounce back season from a young goaltender and i can't tell you how much it probably would have instilled some confidence in the fan base as a whole and probably even in carter hart to have someone there that you can 100% just no. I feel good about this person in net, you know, for 25 to, to if they really were ended up splitting time if Hart was struggling to 40 games a year. Um, you know, but ultimately, like Carter Hart's probably going to be looking, you know, on the bench every single night going, I better not suck tonight because uh, <laughs> that's what we're putting in here. So for me, that, you know, of all the moves that, that Fletch made, you know, I, I don't have much of a problem with any of them. Um, and I'm excited for the differences that we're going to see this year overall. Um, that to me is still a move that just, I just want to slam my dick into a drawer every time I see it. I, I don't know why it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Never had goaltending as fucking city. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> you know, Anthony was alone with you know, after he was signed, he came on and said, well, statistically he's better than Hart and Elliot were last year. And like, that's true. Like, he is, he did put up better numbers in both Hart and Elliot, but like, do you fucking realize how bad Hart and Elliot were? Like, Jones was the bottom of everybody else, but above those two, right? Yeah. It was like the bottom of the barrel besides what you already had. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, not thrilled at the Jones one. He's the only new guy jersey I did not get. I got one for everybody else <laughs> yeah, so far. Saying that. Um,. Yeah, yeah. Just... you just got to kind of deal with it this year and hope that somebody better comes along next year in the in the market and yeah, or some development occurs that they just kind of accelerate their process. And Sandstrom looks yeah. good, or Urson you know can come out of the gate hot, or you know yeah. something like that, and give you some kind of you know secondary option. At least it's not Alex Lyon as the third guy this year. Um... Amen. <laughs> not even a religious man, but in that moment, I believed in God. He was there. He was all present. Um, yeah, fucking Alex Lyon. Nice guy, but terrible fucking hockey player. Yep. <sighs> but yeah, that, that, that was the easy one is there, is the goaltending and or getting Sam Reinhardt with Ristolainen. Sure. Or Jack Eichel. Who cares? Somebody else. Some Poor Jack Eichel still, man. Whatever. That poor bastard. <clears throat> <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at now? I can... The... I get a transcript of what the calls say. Oh, nice. And it's a short one, but it's a hell of a question. So we're going to... Uh... <laughs> All right, let's go. Hi, I have a question for Shane. I was just wondering, um, what is his favorite type or flavor of pickle? Thanks. <laughs> I, if I were not so sexually attracted to this woman, I would just throw her through a fucking wall. 
I suppose I should explain the reason for this question. Um, this is a friend of mine. She is a total babe uh, and an incredibly smart, smart sports mind. I could talk sports with her all day, um, but she is just definitively wrong about the most overly aggressive <laughs> fucking condiment type of thing that you are garnished that you put onto a fucking plate. Pickles are fucking disgusting. You can't put a pickle any. Thank you for nodding your head. And that is true. This I'm is not why a fan I fucking love you. Yeah. yeah, and nor should anyone be. But you cannot like you can put other garnishes on plates and it just like pop a little bit of green and, and make the plate look more full. That's fantastic. No problem. Like you want to throw some parsley on there? No issues. No one gives a shit. You want to have like just like a little like stem of like dill with like a piece of salmon just to like pop a little green there. Do what you want to do. Get wild. But if you put a pickle near anything, guess what everything tastes like? fucking pickle there's nothing worse than when you go to a restaurant and they put a pickle with your sandwich and it just the the juice gets on all the chips and everything tastes like fucking everything yeah Yeah. so i so i am so aggressive in in my disdain for pickles that we don't order out a whole ton um but we ordered from uh from chickies and pete's and i I literally i haven't had chickie and pete since before the pandemic and i'm ready to kill someone for some fries oh highly recommend so I ordered uh, I ordered just a burger from them and I told Steph, I was like, hey, like, make sure you put like, don't put a pickle anywhere near <laughs> this food. And she's like, well, I can't put special instructions. So like, we're just going to hope for the best. I'm like, all right. So <laughs> she called afterwards because this is why I'm marrying her because she, she does absurd things like this for me. And she says, hey, make sure that there's no pickle. The burger arrives. I open up the box. No pickle. However. There was the scent of pickle. <laughs> so I know that at one point a pickle lived in the box that my food was delivered in. And someone happened to check those notes, open up that box and say, we've made a mistake, but not a big enough mistake to make me a fresh burger <laughs> and deliver me in something that has not yet been contaminated by your goddamn pickle. So I told Steph, you get two dinners tonight. I'm going to have cereal, the saddest meal that an adult can have. And I'm just going to coast for the rest of the night. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to really not eat this burger. We just bought this burger. And I'm like, absolutely. That's too aggressive of a move. And I'm pissed off about it. I can't. I like, I'm going to take a bite of this burger. I could cut a circle in the middle of the burger and take just the good, juiciest, most delicious part of the burger out. And it would still taste like fucking pickle. So, no, I, I can't do it. Um, and it's absurd. Another, another minor pickle story right now. Went to, uh, what's the place with Dave and Buster's with Stephanie, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like very early on in a relationship, like too early on that I should not, I should not have shown the level of absurdity that I'm about to, to, to describe to you, Dan. We go to Dave and Buster's and, uh, and this bitch gets a burger and obviously there's a pickle <laughs> on the plate and she eats the pickle first. Like, I mean, she was way too intimate with that compared to what she would have been with me. Like, like I was like, what are you doing with that thing? <laughs> Don't give me that look. You know that we've all been there and seen some things. And I was like, this is like, don't come near me like the rest of the night. Like, I know we're dating, but like, just stay away from me. Like, I can't, I I don't want to kiss you. Nothing. So I told her when we got back to the car afterwards, 
I pulled out. This is how crazy I am just about life, by the way, like hygiene and things really freak me the fuck out. So I always have a random bunch of shit that normal people probably don't carry with them. Well, I got a bottle of mouthwash. So I was like, all right, here's the thing. <laughs> I was like, I pulled it out of the glove compartment. I was like, here, I need you to pour mouthwash into the lid. I need you to take a swig of that and at least 20 seconds and you just sit there and <laughs> wish that stuff around. Then I need you to pour some of the mouthwash because there's alcohol on that to, on the lid that your lips touch because let's face it, those lips touch the fucking pickle. I need you to not reconnect the lid to the bottle for at least another two minutes and for six more minutes as the rest of your face just gets decontaminated from pickle, I still will not kiss you. How are you two together after that? That would be one of those things where I'm like, why am I with this fucking psycho? Mercifully, she found it hilarious. Um, <laughs> and I think she thought I was kidding. But now that we've been together for seven years, she knows I was very serious. She now does not get pickles with her food. And if she does, she kisses me beforehand. And she says, we're shutting down sex for tonight. So now I've, I've learned at this point, like, unless we're going to go at it like hookers do and just not kiss. Like, if she orders pickles... No one's getting any tonight because that's a little fucked up on her end. Um, but yeah, no. So listen, I'm so glad that this woman called in so that you call here my ridiculous pickle aversion. She sent me a video uh, of herself eating a pickle and just smiling. And I was like, you Satan sent human. Why would you do this on the middle of a Wednesday and send this shit to me? You <laughs> fuck my whole day up. Oh, God. But I love her. She is one of my favorite humans on the planet when she's not being an asshole. Calling in for some pickle shit. God damn. It's like nine minutes we talked on pickles. That's fucking aggressive. Huh. Yeah. She's the one who said you sound like Dak Shepard. I think Dak Shepard. Yes. Yeah. The what other a sexy said, voice uh, she has. Well, that was the other one. Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah. Thanks for the fucking question. God damn. I'm all worked up. Now I'm hot. I was good. I was totally fine. When I read the transcript, I was like, what is Shane's opinion on pickles? I thought it was some drunk guy calling in just out of the blue. I was not expecting a female voice. She just to, texted uh... me. <laughs> I just saw it on the corner of my screen. I'm, oh, I'm so angry. Uh, just wasn't a, well, it was Shane's opinion on pickles. <laughs> Dude, she has an amazing voice. God. Let's let's not make fun of that. I was just expecting it to be a voice like that. Oh, I see. What you're saying. <clears throat> Some drunk guy say, like last I could week. Fuck a voice. It would be hers. Called in and talked about pickles. Hmm. Ass hat. I literally <laughs> just responded. Also, as you listen back to this, you're going to be hearing me read my text to you. Uh, Literally just responded to your goddamn voicemail, Satan. <laughs> all right. Jesus, that's aggressive. All right. Is that, is that all the stuff? Is that all the things? I think so. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you all about my week now that I'm all worked up again. I was feeling good. I was feeling calm. I was thinking maybe there was a there was a thought that I wouldn't have to get into some of this shit tonight. But nope, here we are. Forty six minutes in, you're about to get some more of me. Oh. All right, man. I'm just taking a breath. I got to figure out what I I'm can tell you're doing. collecting yourself. Yeah, I am. I'm just. I'm. Uh, well, I mean, I'm obese. So me, I got worked up. So now I'm trying to get my heart rate back down. Um, 
If Uranus suddenly has a gaping black hole, should we be concerned? I'm sorry, say again? If Uranus suddenly has a gaping black hole, should we be concerned? What kind of porn are you watching lately? I'm talking about the planet, Shane. I'm not. <laughs> There's yes, a... we should be concerned. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. What are you, are you reading up science stuff right now? I just is like Uranus the... still a thing? Or no, it's Pluto's the one that's not. Yeah, Pluto's right. gone. Yeah, the first cancellation of this culture. Mm-hmm. Looked at Pluto and said, "Fuck off." <laughs> Soft ass goddamn world. <clears throat> I think my collective shits on Saturday measured about 13 feet. What'd you eat? I don't know. Just had a lot like, of couple... But like sturdy logification or like like liquefied, like you've just, you know... Oh no, like th- these were logs. Kill there's something straight face. <laughs> the, the, one of those things that like if I just reached in and picked my yummy shits out and laid them out with a measuring tape to, to, it would be like 13 feet. I don't know what I ate. Nothing overly crazy. I just noticed that I had some long shits that day. That's all. And I figured I'd just update everybody with my shit catalog on this show. You know, someone somewhere is charting bowel movements for this show. Oh, right? yeah. They're like, huh. It only <laughs> took 19 episodes, but one of them finally had a solid movement. Yeah, and for that some... person, you're a saint. Send it to our doctors. Lord knows we need it. We're both over a quarter century now. Well, oh, soon to be. Any chance I get to remind you, Daniel? <sighs> All right. Speaking of awkward things, uh, like restroom activity. Um, so I... So I... All right. We, we keep getting outbid for homes because it's a terrible fucking time to attempt to buy. It's... Uh, an exhausting process anyone that is going through it like i sympathize and empathize with you like this is a difficult fucking time but i'm trying to will some positivity into my into our future so i'm like you know what i'm fucking packing like i don't care that we have nowhere to go yet i don't care how much you might need that toothbrush we don't need it that bad (laughs) it's going in the box um but uh but the first step of that process was this past weekend i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna sit here and we're, we're going to take a bunch of truckloads over to like the, the community, like bulk dumpster area. And I'm just going to gut the basement and gut like the house and rooms of all the shit that like, I know we're definitive, like definitely not going to need ever again. Now I still have some of our old roommate stuff in the basement. All of the shit that like was minorly salvageable from the fire of my old house that was down there. Um, and then just a bunch of other shit that we've acquired over time. So, we get downstairs. We, we've now removed about, I don't know, two pickups worth of shit from the basement. And I start, I finally tackle into this back room, which is specifically storage, not like useful shit. Like this is just like seasonal stuff and my old roommate shit. Um, and then like, just like books and, and records and shit like that. So I start clearing this room out. My buddy who's, you know, gracious enough to come over and help me out throughout this process I moved the first box over to him and he goes, uh, Hey bud. I said, don't fucking call me, bud. He goes, Hey bud, there's a, looks like there's some water under the box. You just moved. And I'm like, there's no water in here. Like we're good. It turns out that underneath all of the things that I could not like underneath 
all of the shit. Everything. There's like two inches of water down there. Oh, man. And like the plastic stuff, like the containers, they're all good. That's fine. So like sure. all the important stuff, the china, that's all good. But like we had like cardboard boxes uh, of like of books and uh, just other shit. Have you ever smelt wet cardboard and wet and destroyed books? I yeah. have. Uh, my basement currently is unfinished, actually. And when it rains, there gets some water down there. And that place always... Uh... Dude, I couldn't I couldn't handle it. Like, I yeah, went over bad. and like I, I picked up a box that I assumed wasn't that wet. And, like, everything fell out of it. But then, like, the books just disintegrated in front of me. And that disintegration that came up, it just happened to be... I, what I can only imagine to be, like, 87-year-old man fecal matter is probably what it smelled like. And I'm like... Oh! Now I'm gagging. Now because I'm gagging, my buddy looks over. He goes, "Please, oh, don't! You can't do that." Oh. Now I think he's gonna throw up, and it's this endless cycle of just us <laughs> sitting here, gagging, but never having the reprieve of actually vomiting and like catching our breath and being like, "Thank God that's over with. Let's just burn that room and, and we'll just call it a day. Like we'll just start over. Like maybe we'll wall it up and just no one will ever know that room ever existed. Like we'll be good here." Um, but so that that was you know that, that Saturday, and I'm sitting there and. Um, we get through this basement and like, finally we're like, all right, you know what? We're, we're going to grill. We're going to like do like a late brunch. So we're going to like make like steak and eggs and stuff like that. And I was like, great. So we're outside and, and my buddy is, uh, he's standing there and he's just staring like past the grill, like into like nothingness. And I'm like, you, uh, you good over there before the, there even came out. He just threw up everything. And I was like, Jesus, I'm going to, to now, like, I don't know how to handle this. Should I be concerned for him? Is he concerned for me? Like, is he trying to hold this stuff in? But, or do you think it was funny? Like, how is, how am I supposed to attack? Like, should I help my friend? Should I just run inside, close the door and just move? Like, I didn't know what to do in that particular situation. Um, so I decided to just also throw up. I was like, well, you shouldn't be alone. <laughs> Because I couldn't take it. It was the smell. And, I, and he was just smiling. And I'm like, why are you smiling right now? Like, why is this happening? And he's like, I feel so much better after smelling that death from the basement. I feel better. And now I'm look. now he, I'm like, this is an endless cycle of horribleness. We sat in complete fucking silence and just ate steaks, not talking looking in opposite directions because we couldn't bear to make eye contact at all the things that just occurred. My dog did not even sit there. He was like, I don't care if there's food on the plate. What you guys just did was fucking offensive. And he went and just sat himself in the crate and said, I'm not fucking with humans today. I'm done. You people are disgusting. So I'm pretty sure that whatever was in that basement, like I'm going to die soon. How long has the water been down there? That's the thing. Like, I don't know. Cause when you, you would not have seen it. How do you not begin to move things? Um, so, you know, like the outer ring of boxes and, and things like that were not yet impacted. It was really just the very back corner and quadrant of that, you know, kind of room. So I had no idea. Um, and I never go down into that part of the basement. Like I, like my heavy bag, it, it's in the opposite end of the basement and like, it's a completely different room. It's closed off. So it's not even like I was to walk down there and like smell anything all that crazy. Who was to fucking know? What a nightmare, man. What a fucking nightmare. There was one storm. When I moved into this place, I had an old sub pump. An old one. The basement's unfinished. It's all, you know, this house is fucking ancient. 
And uh, a small, you know, a whole bunch of old shit down there from the people before. There's just old nothingness, you know, pa- patio furniture and whatnot. There's one storm where it flooded, flooded bad, and there was like four inches of water down there and got everything wet. And uh, after you get all the water out, it's just everything is ruined. You know, whatever was down there is ruined, and the the musty, moldy, oh. everything disintegrated smell. Yeah, that's uh. Not great. It's awful. And then man. I got a new sub pump installed. Now we're all good, and it doesn't happen very often. It's handled two hurricanes in the past week just fine. But uh, I have to crawl through a fucking thing and just finagle something. I don't even know what I'm touching. It could be a human for all I know that's back there. <laughs> no idea what I'm jimmying up and down. Um, but yeah, my sub pump is is, and it's in a horrible location. So, so uh, yeah, so that's uh, hasn't happened since. But yeah, that one time, it's. Uh, that is a not great smell. Uh, yeah, to, horrible. Uh, to deal with. Yeah. And because I felt like hell, I was like, all right, like, let me just like take Sunday easy. So I was like, all right, I'm just relaxing yesterday. And I get a call from my regional and the guy goes, Shane, someone you work with has contracted COVID. And I'm like, mother dick. <laughs> what do you want me to do? And he's just like, well. I would suggest contacting your doctor. I said, awesome. Fucking great. No problem. I don't have a fucking doctor. I'm 32 years old. Like, <laughs> I don't believe in this yet. If I'm if it's my time, it's my time. Like, I'm just, I'm good. So I was like, well, no problem. I'll, I'll contact my doctor. So I log on to telehealth like every other fucking, you know, borderline millennial does because we don't want to leave the house for something so ridiculous as our health. That's what the so, Mayo Clinic's for. Yeah, right. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, because again, he calls me at like, I don't know, 630 at night on a Sunday. So like everything's fucking closed. Like, who do you want me to call? Who's going to fucking answer? <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I call and I'm like, uh, like going, I log into the telehealth portal and you know, it, it's, it asks you like a myriad of these ridiculous questions. Um, but like one of the first things it asks you is like, is this a COVID related call? And I'm like, Yes, technically it is. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm good. I'm vaccinated. I don't have any symptoms. Like, I don't even know if I worked that closely with whomever the person is. They can't tell you who it is. So who the fuck knows? Um, and I try to avoid people as much as possible in my office. Fuck those people. Um, so I'm thinking it is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm good here. So I put in, I was like, I just need to make sure that I follow the necessary protocol for work. Um, but then there was a separate section. I was like, have you been within like near black mold or anything like that? And I was like, I gotta assume so. Like potentially <laughs> yesterday. Like I think death occurred in that basement. Um, so I was like, you know, I put it there. Four fucking hours later, it was almost eleven o'clock when I finally got a call back from a goddamn doctor. He didn't even say hi. I just answered the phone and said, Hello, this is Shane. Uh, and he's just like covid related symptoms you're having upper chest pain or upper respiratory issues and he just started going through all this shit on his own and he's like you should probably be out of work for 10 days and i was like well hold on i have no symptoms and he goes hold on he goes you checked the covid box i said i did and then i put the message there that said i was just in contact with someone i'm good here i just needed to make sure i'm good and he goes you have no, not do you have, it's just, you have upper respiratory problems. And I'm like, you know, I'm fat. I didn't put my weight anywhere. Like, this is like an assumptive. Did I answer the phone and sound like a fat guy? Maybe like, he's a listener. 
So maybe he's like, oh, this guy needs like help. Shane Mead. I've um, heard of him before. So, he's fucking gigantic. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Dan. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, all right, man, like, can we just take like a second here? I was like, obviously you're busy. Cause I've been on, not on hold, but like effectively a hold for four and a half hours waiting to have this goddamn conversation. And he's like, Oh, and this other thing that you put there, uh, can you tell me about that? And I was like, yeah, I was, I, my basement apparently flooded and I was, you know, clearing everything. And he's just like, you should probably get a scan. And I said, a scan for what? And he goes, you should just go to the hospital. I'm like, you're, not being specific at all right now like <laughs> what am i supposed to do it's 11 o'clock at night man like am i safe like should i sleep am i not gonna wake up in the morning like what's happening here and he's just like i don't think you have anything to worry about i was like what the fuck is going on is it your first day like you're not exactly making me feel okay <laughs> that'd right be now. like me if i was a doctor just cover all your bases just to make Dude, sure i think he i think he was just thumbing through files and just responding for everyone else's behalf like <laughs> You're like, sick, I'm, but you also may die. So you may want to get a second opinion on that. Yeah, but it's probably not that important. So you, that you can just stay at home. But I was like, <laughs> do you know you're supposed to hang up before you move on to the next person? Like, were you still having a conversation with the person before me? Like, where are we at right now? So, like, my final thing, I was just like, listen, man, like, you're all over the place right here. Like, I, on like a scale of like a one to ten, like, how safe am I? He goes, yeah, five. I'm like, of course. <laughs> of fucking course, man. I was like, so like, are we thinking like 5.1? Like I should probably get this stuff checked out at like 4.9 and we're not rounding up today. So I'm good to sleep. And he's like, why are you making this complicated? I was like, I'm not making it complicated, dude. Complicated. Like, you're literally telling me I could either die or I could go to sleep. And who the fuck knows how these things are going to work out as like, you, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so I was like, can you at least like put this in the notes so like I can forward this fucking visit to my employer so that they know I'm good to go to work. Um, so I was like, sure, no problem. So on the fucking notes, he's just like severe COVID risk person probably should not be at work for 14 days. And I was like, what the fuck oh would you talk God. about that? Oh. <laughs> was this guy actually a doctor? I don't know, dude. Like, honestly, <clears throat> at that point, it could have been like one of those like FBI guys who got bored, you know, like the FBI fake things like <laughs> we are the FBI. We're contacting you, Shane. Billy meets of brotherly pod. We are the FBI and we're looking for you. Uh, you know what? I'm going to fuck shit up. Uh, I'm a telehealth guy. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. I just huh. don't even know how the hell they're in. And they cost us like $20 for that stuff. Huh. So are you out of work right now? <laughs> no, I just made another fucking appointment on my way in the office today. And I stopped in and they were just like, all right, do you have any symptoms? I said, no. I said, great. And they said, here's a rapid test. And... <clears throat> They were like, here's a rapid test. That just water just went down in the wrong. I was going to say that. I feel like <laughs> I have the COVID. Um, and they were like, all right, we'll just like hang out here for a little while until, you know, we get these, get these results. I said, great. And they're like, all right, dude, you're fine. You're negative. Like go to work, do your thing. Here's your note. And I was like, excellent. Cause the other guy said that I had like stage nine lacotomy. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was ridiculous, but oh, those are my health stories of the weekend fucking nightmare huh telling you man it's just like at what point how am i the bad guy for wanting to include the asshole on things dan i'm genuinely asking i'm just saying like i don't understand how we... all right a massage with your partner okay we all know where this is headed yes 
even at like I'm just confused. How do people platonically do this shit? Like I'm just sitting here and, and I'm, I'm, you know, her back hurts. So I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm being a good partner. I'm tending to the areas that she's telling me are sore or like the areas I can feel knots. But like at the end of the day, as you start working lower and that asshole makes an appearance suddenly, and it's not like, and it's, it's not like the asshole makes an appearance and then a clench happens because you've gone too far. It's just like a, with a little bit of an arch and you're like, we're in. But somehow, somehow, when you work it in, it's a problem and I'm the bad guy. I don't get that. That's absurd. Why would you get the little arch going? (laughs) It's mixed signals. I'm sorry. After all the years together, you'd think I'd learn how to read you. Apparently, I don't. Okay. This one just happened today. I was just pissed about it, but... I'm just like, I'm just sitting here and I'm like full on knowing that like, she's going to be asleep by the time I get off this goddamn show and the moment will have forever passed. And I'm just going to be sitting here like, well, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I just, uh, All right. <clears throat> I don't know, like, let's just stop pretending like it's not an excellent place to start and end things. Right. We're yeah. good here. That's what I thought. I mean, I'm talking to the right person in this particular case, but actually, you know what? I'm not, we're going to do a three-way call tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to call Stephanie and just be like, just listen to Brother Dan. That's it. <laughs> He'll tell you. This is this is where it's at. Yeah. Can confirm. <sighs> love it. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely love it. All right. <clears throat> we watch Wedding Crashers. While I was doing this, by the way, while I was just giving this ultimately very fucking platonic massage. Um, and I was reminded of it. Stephanie goes, your cadence and your rhythm and like your your comedy is very much so like Vince Vaughn. And I'm like, well, people used to tell me this like growing up, you know, it's like I just had this particular cadence about my, you know, my humor that reminded him of him. I was like, that's fucking great. But I hadn't thought about it in a really long time. And then we sit there and we're watching this fucking movie, which is brilliant. It's one of my, I'm not a big comedy guy, but that is like, that is up there on one of the the best comedy movies that you can watch. And I'm like, damn it. He did do it before I did it. I am apparently robbing his style of humor. And that's upsetting to me. Vince Vaughn though. Underappreciated actor and it's not really a comedian comic funny guy who knows he's also tall so fuck that guy i wish i had height okay i had a lot of stuff going on dan i was gonna say you're doing a lot of venting (laughs) well now i'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head but you know i did promise one of the listeners uh that i would give the actual story as to why i made a rare twitter appearance today um my, my really only my real twitter appearances any longer are to tell people to listen to this show and to call in and text in and well you know pickles sat there and <laughs> made me regret that so i may shut down the rest of the social media you know. <laughs> but um but no I, I i did promise that i would that i would give that story uh so for those of you who who don't follow me on twitter or maybe because i don't tweet often i probably don't come up on your um on your time threads time thread what is it called timeline timeline 
Uh, I probably don't come up on your timelines all that often because I, again, I don't. I saw the whole thing, Dan. I just want the listeners to uh, know that I didn't fuck something up that was on purpose. No, it was, and, and he made it in whatever he was shooting for. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot your shot, always works. But mm. we can't both take a sip of water at the same time. It's true, but I got to get through this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I, had, I had tweeted, um, you know, have you ever, uh, something along the lines of, have you ever been in a situation or, or met a person that like made you regret the fact that you were a good human? Um, now, for anyone who knows or who knew me as like a younger person, so like maybe up to the age of like, I don't know, 20, 21, like. The good old days. Well, you know, they were better because the respons- you had less responsibilities and just life. And was I wasn't easier, 25. But... So shut the hell up, Dan. I am just about had it with you. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was like, so I, I, like I grew up poor and like that immediately like makes you like a target for like in a, in a predominantly like wealthier area. Um, so like already you're kind of seen as like an outcast. I was a really good athlete. So I was always like playing three, four or five age levels up. And like, you don't make friends is like being the, the, the youngest dude in the room. Um, so like I got into a lot of fights and I just had this edge about me all the time. Um, and it wasn't until like, and like, this is like an actual serious moment now. Uh, it wasn't until, like I said, probably my early twenties where I really finally started going and seeing a therapist where I like learned how to kind of harness that and like, you know, make just better life decisions. I do still miss fighting. And I mention this every single fucking week um, because that, that much was just a glorious, glorious thing. Um, but you learn how to just sit there and, and kind of, you know, behave like an adult because you can't go through life like that. Like it just, it's not fucking constructive. Um, so for the last like 10, 15 years, I'm overly calm all the time. I very rarely actually raise my voice with the exception of through this show, like for comedic purposes. Um, and like, I'm, I'm fairly just stoic in that matter uh, or in, in that manner, excuse me. So it takes a lot to get me to the point where I am like shaking with rage. Um, and like the last several weeks at work, like I got employees at this point who I'm, I'm managing who wake up and their sole purpose in life is to sit there and find a way to make me fucking snap. And I have to I say, like that's like, my job too. Like they read the book. Like they might be writing the book for the next generation of humans to piss people like me off. You should put me in contact um, with them. We can share our secrets. You can, if you want. I mean, you only jokingly piss me off. I wouldn't keep coming on the show. <laughs> Uh, if that were the case, unless this is the long con and I'm really just trying to meet you in actual, like real 3d, like actual world life, non-virtually and, you know, beat the hell out of you. Who knows? Maybe I have that. I'm, I'm not committing one way or the other. Um, That's why you guys want to get together. I see. So, well, I want to get together. I want to fight everybody, but um, just, you know, I figure if you're you going to take everyone, on Noah at Nick's wedding out. first, and then it's going to be me in round two. All right. <sighs> Maybe. Well, I'll, 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 I'll fight you both at the same time. I really don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, so like their sole purpose is, and it's just like, like you got to wake up. Like if you applied half the energy 
into like, I don't know, being remotely good at your job or remotely respectful to other humans, like you'd probably be my boss. You're 10 or 15 years older than me and you're still acting like a motherfucking child out there. And like they get, I've never in my life seen this. So, and it's several of them here at this place. Typically my response and my whole, you know, being a mature adult, eventually they're like, well, he's clearly not going to snap. Like I should probably just like be an adult too. And then like, we all get better. Like as, as humans, like we're decent people because you've given up your shit because I didn't play into it. And like, all of a sudden you're a more functional member of society. People should be throwing parades in my name for doing this. Everything's great. Right. Not these. Now, can we say that one? This one. Wow. You should probably timeline. Holy shit. Shane. The fuck Drop do you the... think this is? <laughs> <laughs> this is where we get canceled. Not we, I. This is where the show gets downhill. I'm not certain. <sighs> you can write the timeline down for that particular. We haven't word. used that word before. <laughs> haven't. But there we go. And it was the appropriate time to hit that one. Um, All right. The word that shall not be heard. Um, but uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Now I'm all flustered. Out of whack. <laughs> yeah, of course, because I'm I'm heated, man. I'm 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 irate. Uh, so, so these people, there, there is no breaking and it, it's been, it's every single day. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I can't even, I can't even articulate in like actual words, the behaviors and, and the responses and, and how these people who are 10 and 15 and 20 years, my senior, the way that they are behaving. And it's finally getting to me, man. Like I I'm sitting in my back office over there and like, I'm fucking shaking and I'm like, this is the day I get one fucking purge day a year and it's coming. And everyone in here is about to have a real fucking painful afternoon. And I'm just sitting here just, oh, you know what I'm, I, I'm going to tell you what I'm like. Hold on. Have you seen the movie Chef? Was that the one with the rat? No, that's Ratatouille and that's excellent. But mm. I appreciate you bringing it up. I'm going to watch that tonight. Um, <laughs> no, Chef is, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a true movie, but, uh, uh, or two story, excuse me. Um, but there's a, a a point in it where you know the main character is completely lashing out on uh, on like a, a food critic who's written a bad review about him. And anyone who's I'm going to play the YouTube clip for Dan in a moment. Um, so for any of you who have not heard it, you'll hear it in a moment. Um, or at least I hope this is the YouTube clip. We're going to figure it out. Um, I appreciate you muting that thing. You fucking professional. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you got it. So, but like, this is how I felt because like, I got a call from like people in other offices who fucking love me because they should, I fix shit. I'm a good guy. Like I'm a very easy person to work with and for, um, and <laughs> I'm just sitting there and I'm just stewing and they're like, Oh, how's your day? And I was like, you can fuck right off with that question. And they're like, Whoa, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you right now. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm good though. I'm good. Don't I seem good? And like, they're like, you, you don't seem good. You just seem like you got a call from a telehealth guy that said you're probably should go to the hospital is, <laughs> is really what they're probably thinking. Um, but like, I, this is exactly how, how I am. Like this is in my brain. I'm just sitting here thinking like, you're not getting to me while I'm just smashing cake in his face. Now. to talk to this prick for a long time okay. i am not cloying i am not needy i don't care what you think you're not getting to me i'm not needy 
chocolate lava cake is not just undercooked chocolate cake. That's not what makes the center molten. You take a frozen cylinder of ganache and you set it in the ramekin so that as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. All right, I learned something. Okay. It's fucking molten, see? It's fucking molten, you asshole. And you don't do anything. What do you do? You sit and you eat and you vomit those words back to make people laugh. You know how hard I work for this shit? You know how my whole staff works? What sacrifices make to make you happy and then you just smugly just fucking shit on my shit? I feel like that's me in the office. When other people call me, I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm fucking fine. Everything's fine. Like, I'm just losing it. Like, oh, all day I'm just sitting there, man. And I'm just like, I I, I mean, whoo. Anyone who's worked uh, as a supervisor with people who intently, like, wake up and, and, like, they're, and which is hilarious because, like, you could, like, you have your own life to support right like your own life your own lifestyle to support and like some of these people have kids some of them have kids who were just born you want to feed that kid you better fucking treat me with some goddamn respect otherwise you ain't feeding that kid i'm sorry you're a fucking dick that's where we're at right now but i'm fine and that's how i'm at i'm like i'm at this like place of like explosion where like at any moment I might just murder someone, not murder someone that's aggressive. I may just inflict a lot of pain with like, just, I I've never lost a, like a fight fight in my life Two whilst boxing, but never in an actual fight, never lost. I feel that part of me has got to come back out on days like fucking today. I'm so I'm sweating now. Cause I'm starting to think about work. I've never seen you so worked up before. I'm so fucking angry, Dan. <laughs> I can't even express. And that clip is exactly it. Like, I keep trying to tell Steph, like, or, or my one buddy who bless his heart, man. I mean, he listens to me vent about this stuff all the time. But I'm like, I'm fine. They're not getting to me. You can't break me. I'm. A, I never raise my voice. I'm this. I'm that. I'm like, no. You know what? They've got. They got to me. <laughs> I want to. I want to inflict pain. Um, holy shit balls, man. Like I in my life now. I still. I still. I have a handful of standing offers, uh, for for other places of employment. Um. But man, I just cannot express to you how much I would love to just walk into a professional setting, walk up to someone, punch them in the face, smile, put $10 on their desk for Advil, and walk away. I'm pretty good with that. Like, what a kick-ass way to quit slash get fired from your job. That's all I want to do tomorrow, man. Hmm. That's where I'm at. Now, I, I told this dude on Twitter, the guy who asked me to tell this story. Again, I didn't say a ton of the details. I feel like I feel like there are people in my offices that do listen to the show. Um, <laughs> and I feel it important for those of you who do listen to the show. It's not you I'm talking about. It's definitely someone else. Someone else, yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure that if you could put your collective brains together, you can think of the two asshats that it probably is, or three, three asshats that it probably is. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're not kidding me. Totally calm here. Absolutely fucking calm. I feel as though I did not give this story. I'm too emotional. I feel like this we, this, this needed to be a story I told next week because I could have told it in a far more funny and entertaining way. Um, but just I want all of you to sit there and think of John Fra- John Favreau, Jason Favreau, John Fra- hmm. the guy in Chef. 
I'm about his size now. Equally as hairy uh, and equally as worked up. Uh, that's just me at work every day now. Just fat slob ready to just lose it on a random critic or employee. Um, but yeah, there's your story. That's why I asked whatever the fuck I asked on Twitter uh, about being a good person and not. I feel like that's where I'm at. You ever had that experience, dude? Just someone you like needed to just really unload on? That's how I... <laughs> I've had uh, three real jobs in my life. And the second one was the warehouse job in between college and, and my current teaching gig. And that is how I got... It was a situation of, you know, you can't fire me, I quit. And I cursed out a bunch of people on my way out. And I left. So, I had nothing to lose. I already job secured at that point. I fucking hated the place. So, I did tell quite a few people off. Um, it's got to be good. And I'm not nearly as professional as you are. Or in a professional environment. That's uh, fair. So, I didn't give a shit about those people. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I do write the absolute best resignation letters. I will say that. Uh, it's weird. And I know this is probably unhealthy <laughs> in some way. <laughs> But the day that I accept a job anywhere is the day that I write the, the resignation letter. I just keep it in my folder and like, I'm, I'm ready like, to go. Yeah. Today feels like the day, um, which in many ways I am not millennial esque. And I cringe at the amount of times people can say like, oh, how millennial you view and all these different circumstances. But the job to job thing, like I, I recognize that companies just are not the way that they were when like our parents and, and grandparents, you know, work like this isn't the type of thing where you genuinely are rewarded for loyalty within a company and you can build a career in one place and just find that substantial growth. Like I understand that you do kind of have to move, even if it's not industry to industry, at least, you know, jobs within an industry to another job in that industry um, in order to kind of seek that path of growth and financial stability and security. Um, so like I, I have no issues just understanding like fuck it i'm gone i'm good and i always have offers lined up the day that i accept a job i write the resignation letter for that job because i know it's coming uh and then i sit there and i make my uh or i update my resume on like indeed and linkedin and shit like that and just change everything to let the recruiters fall in like go ahead email me whatever you want let's have a conversation um but yeah, I do. I, I am eagerly awaiting some of the uh, the offers, the actual final offers from some of these places so I can hand in a resignation letter I'm really fucking proud of. Uh, this one I just revised today. So maybe it's not as good as I think. I'll figure it out tomorrow, but it's going to be glorious, Dan. It's going to be fucking glorious. I am, I sh That's what I should do for a living. Write resignation letters for people. Hmm. There's, I mean, people make a living doing fucking greeting cards. True. That's ridiculous. I'm writing something that, that genuinely impacts livelihood. Sure. Anyone here who wants to quit your job, give me like five facts about why you want to quit your job and what it is uh, and how serious or how sarcastic you want me to be. And I will write you the world's greatest resignation letter. Okay. I could start a business for that. That'd be fucking awesome. Hmm. How do we always go 90 minutes now? No idea. 
Did we even talk hockey this time? We had a couple questions. And then talked about pickles and poop, as always. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just so angry. I can tell. I don't. I we've been working together a long time now, and I don't think we've ever seen you. So, uh... it takes a lot, man. It really does. Like Texas Longhorn football <laughs> losing on Saturdays, and losing to fucking Maryland every year. That shit pisses me off. Uh, the Flyers don't set me in a way that like upsets my life. The I'm Eagles just totally numb to it at this point. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Philly sports don't really hit me that way anymore. Texas football does. I don't know why. Um, it's probably because I loathe my family and I chose Texas football because they were the only other team on TV as a small child. And everyone in my family was a Notre Dame or Penn State fan. And I was like, you know what? I really don't like you people. So I want to pick a different team. And it was them or UCLA. And I didn't particularly want to be a UCLA fan because I couldn't stay up that late as a child. Turns out can't stay up that late now either. Uh, so <laughs> went with Texas Longhorns and that's been, you know, yeah, they ruined my day. The Sixers, I will admit. That fucking team does ruin my... I'm still... Yeesh, not over it. The whole thing. But very few Seems like most of life. Twitter isn't over it yet, so... Uh, yeah, that's that's probably fair. <clears throat> probably fair. Did you know you are the current longest reigning host on this show? In Brotherly Pond? No. Yeah. You were here what? in, like, the fifth episode. I just went through this the other day. Yeah, but that was a guest host. Yeah. I didn't have a regular spot until, like, I feel like that's the... You were making guest appearances. You made quite a few guest appearances. I made, I mean, I made a few, but I wasn't a... You were the longest reigning host. Well, you know what? I accept. I don't know who anyone else would be the longest. Probably Manny. Mike? Mike's been around for a while. He did take some time off, though. Mm. Manny was probably the longest consistent host. I still have not been on a show with any of these other people. Well, you will be Thursday. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, we've we look. I listened to your nut job episode again. Um, nut anatomy. Whatever. Uh, and like I said, I said I don't really talk <clears throat> when there's a whole lot of us, and that's true. I'm much more of a one-on-one type of guy. Like that's uh, that's where I'm at. I don't really know what to do when every you know 13 and a half minutes is Shane here. I don't really. I don't know what to do with that, Dan. Who says that? I fucking resign. That's uh, no, me, kidding. isn't it? It absolutely is you, Dan, and you know it's you. I don't um, remember those drunk episodes. That's uh, all right. I'm just always on your mind. I get it. Um, and it's probably a fair question considering. I did get I, my drink of choice ready, though, for that one. I'm not going to spoil Sangria? It. No, it's not sangria. I picked something that's extra gay. Oh. So Apple that'll be tea? my drink of choice. Not quite that gay. Let's <laughs> Uh, I don't want to go pina colada. I think that's a Christmas show thing. Okay. And I well, I'm excited. <laughs> Over or under, how many words do you think I say? <laughs> um, fifteen. Yeah, I'll take that under. And of those fifteen words, like how long into those fifteen words do you think it be? It'll be before I offend someone on purpose. Yeah, two. Yeah. Three, maybe? Yeah, I feel like it's that first sentence. <laughs> uh, oh, well. 
now nah, i think everyone uh, everyone has, has gotten to know me at this point now at least within the brand i feel like there's some like they'll get it they'll understand it's coming from a mild place of love or concern as it would be for some hosts yeah fucking katie that's thursday ready birthday episode we're gonna gather here i'm gonna get my drink on as i celebrate my halfway point to death and uh that was very unprofessional (laughs) oh well it snuck up on me um i believe we have an anthony interview on wednesday as well maybe kind of i have no idea with who he doesn't tell me these things until the night before but uh maybe we'll be back to talk to somebody about something and uh yeah plenty of stuff up on thebrotherlypuck.com that's not serious brotherlypuck.com thebrotherlypuck.com the voice inflection matters always the the brotherlypuck.com that's my twitter handle it's the conjure malaysia kid not the conjure malaysia kid now i have to make it the conjure malaysia senior citizen but it's just too long um, eBay page, Dan the Flyer fan. Send me offers and then cancel after I accept it, you fucking douchebags. And, uh... Yeah. I still never know how to end these things properly. I run out of stories to say, and sometimes I just want to end them in the middle of the story and just not tell someone and just make them think that maybe we forgot to upload the rest of the fucking thing. I have 43 written on my calendar here for the life of me. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Interesting. 43. And it says, no one needs Debbie. I don't know who Debbie is or where that came from, but... 43 and no one needs Debbie. No one needs a Debbie. And that was from a comment from last episode. Mm. Probably before I had my notebook out, I was jotting things down. Yeah, that's fair. I think that says sandpaper gooch, which I believe was a thing last week. <laughs> and then, of course, the Venus flight uh, trap, which we settled on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a... Look, we had a quality episode last week. It was a good one. To, depending on what your tolerance for... Yeah, depending on what your particular brand of vodka is. Let's see. Yeah. <clears throat> So when's this one get posted? If you just recorded something with Jim too, or was Jim on? I his was on his brand. Ah, all right. We've not uh, reunited yet, officially. Uh, even though I'm wearing the shirt. I noticed. Twenty-five up there, and got Captain America behind me on the other side. <laughs> Kendall America's Corey. ass. Women's World's happening now. USA undefeated. So far. I don't know if they played tonight or not. have not been paying attention. But we just killed in five minutes here doing talking about nothing. But that's fine. They're still listening because the they love us. They're waiting for one last joke. I don't really think I got one. Talked about all the poop already. <laughs> Talked about all the bowel movements already. Um, I should keep a poop log and come on here and be like, Monday was kind of solid. Wednesday, eh. I feel, yeah. I was having some weird stomach cramps after dinner for like an hour and a half. It was like the thing where it's rumbling, where it's just going <laughs> out the butt, but it just never did. So Horrifying. Eh. So, I, had the show taken place normally, 
And Jim and I actually recorded at six. Like I may have pooped on air. That was what I was worried about. I'm like, I'm gonna poop. Well, hey, I'm glad that you were an adult and had control of your bowels. <laughs> and then he Good fucking waited an hour and a half, and it died down eventually. But oh. that was a genuine concern. I've never pooped on air before. I'm glad that even I've never peed on air before, but quite a few people on the show have. So. Who's throwing a water bottle beneath their junk and just saying, "Let's just Jim have a piss." Anthony's left the show multiple times to pee. He did it during the interview during the last one. <laughs> he shoots me a message and goes, hey, I got a pee. Can you cover? I'm like, yes, I'll take care of it. Luckily, the guy was long-winded. So. I've had to pee since before we even got on. And guess what? I'm still just sitting here as comfortable as anything. That was the thing. I had to pee before we started with uh, with Jim because he was delayed because he was getting his things. So I'm like, the second I get up and go take a piss, he's going to be like, I'm ready to go! <laughs> and send me the link to get on, and I'm going to be here and taking a pee. But no, we're good. I was good. <sighs> all right. And on that note, everybody, now that you're all caught up with my... Restroom activity. Restroom activity. There's a, there's a, there's a word for it, and I just... Uh... It's not splooge, but it is the word that comes to mind. <laughs> I hope that table shows up soon. The... I can't wait for the rest of the Brotherly Pod crew to see all of the fucking facial expressions that you and I make over shit. We should be on video just to capture the faces. It's true. And so the listeners see that I'm only mildly obese. And see this not... wacky shit like pickles and whatever. God damn. She's lucky she has such a sexy voice. Otherwise, that message really would have pissed me off more. And now we're officially at 90 minutes, so we can wrap it up now. <laughs> All right. Shane! Dan! Your Twitter handle! That's what that means! It's your cue! Ordinarily, you read first. I just, just read off all gentleman. my shit! At Dan the Flyer Fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod, Dan the Flyer Fan on eBay, BrotherlyPuck.com! There's all kinds of shit. I'm still writing shit, everybody. I got all my shit done yesterday and today, though, for the week. So I don't have to do anything for the rest of my birthday week. I can just sit here and cry my little eyeballs out in bed with a gallon of ice cream that I'm going to turn 25. And then get on here and get super drunk on Thursday. Maybe. So I'd just like to say that none of that was said just a few moments ago. Correct, listeners? Not a damn thing. <laughs> I did list now, off some of that stuff. Now I can tell you where you can find me. Shane! Jesus Christ, I almost said myself a number just instinctively. <laughs> um, that would be fucked up. Start getting a lot of calls and messages from you people. Uh, no, it's uh, the Twitter. It's at Shane underscore Mead. Um, and then, as always, please continue to call and text into our lines, 267-227-0328. We love the messages. I love the texts. If you have a voice like Naz, please feel free to call in. If you don't, I'll be upset with you, but it's fine. You can continue to call in as well. The Twitter handle Billy Meets is not taken. I am not changing my fucking Twitter handle. It's easy. It's people know who it's me. I'm good here. Whatever. I'm just, I'm look, I'm not going to no. Katie does not get credit for that. Like mm -mm, I'm good. It's already on a fucking t-shirt. I'm done. It is true. You can buy Billy meat merch. It's true. Your host, favorite host, funniest bottom of a t-shirt, uh, that I've seen. So good for you. And, uh, the, the shop page of 
Brotherlypuck.com will take you there for the link to the Redbubble. And you can probably just look up Brotherly Puck on Redbubble if you so choose. All kinds of uh, stuff up there. The vintage lineup now. And, uh, yeah. Um, where'd you go? Huh? <laughs> Relax, man. I, I, okay. I'm just thought you had a heart attack or something. That's no, 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 no. I just, I, a, a thing in like a neuron in my brain. In I'm like, up, oh, no, that's it. No, that's not it. This is no, the people need more. This was not my best tonight. All right. I was too, I was too angry. I was too irate. No, but a little neuron in my brain fired off and said, you know what? I do know where your fucking glasses, little cleaning microfiber cloth is. And bam, there it was in a drawer next to condoms. I can't use because I get a rash. I don't know why they're here. Okay. And on that note, everybody. He needs. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's your last joke. I haven't used condoms since I was like 12 years old, but. (laughs) Wow. I guess it can't really be 12. I was going to say. We'll call it 18 just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Now that that we're sufficiently off the rails. (laughs) And on that note, everybody, goodbye and good night. Good night.